Hello and welcome to another NBA Daily Podcast. I mean, episode. <laughs> Today we will be doing lottery in the 2020 NBA draft. Lottery and the rookies and whatever. But, and we're going to see what's up for DeMarcus Cousins. Let's get right into it. First of all, NBA lottery teams could enter the draft with an approach to focus strictly on the NBA, on the best, on the best player available to find a fit, or to find a fit for their rosters. It's a device subject since each of these teams are lo- each of these losing teams has specific holes, but need a great greater need for a star player. We highlighted I highlighted the following franchises' weaknesses. And adjust what type of prospects from the twenty from the projected twenty twenty class could help them fix them. Golden State Warriors one one of fourteen. So we're gonna do five teams. Biggest need front court upgrade. After spending the season playing rookies and scouting twenty twenty lottery picks, the Golden State Warriors mindset will shift right back to winning. Winning a championship in 2020-2021. Changes to the roster are coming, but over the next four months, General Manager Bob Myers will think about which prospect complements a core featuring Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond Green. The Warriors' front office is, presumab- is presumably thinking about James Wiseman, giving his physical tools 7-1, 240, 240 pounds, 7'6 woodspan, and and athleticism. The upside, their the upside they're perceived to create the team and the team's hole at center. He fits on the roster on paper. On, though unless Golden State picks outside the top three, he wouldn't be my choice. His skill level and feel and energy aren't convincing enough for a top pick in today's NBA. USC's Onyeka Okongwu is the center I would choose over Wiseman, giving his superior defensive activity, motor and rapidly improving skills. Dayton's OB Toppin may be more of a trade-down target, but he'll deserve consideration for his offensive strengths and fit. The nation's leader in dunks would give the Warriors a needed front-court score and easy basket machine with improving shooting range. If Golden State picks outside the top three and doesn't see a clear-cut bo- pro- best prospect, Myers could look at Auburn's Isaac Okoro, a d- defensive wingstopper and possible Andre Iguodala replacement. If Golden State... Wait. Possible Andre Iguodala replacement? Able to trade him. Oh no. I mean the Heat have a good chance, but I don't know what you think about that, shall we? Okay. If Golden State picks in the top three, Myers may decide on a different approach, ignoring needs and focusing only on the number one long term prospect. Curry will turn thirty two in March. Curry I mean Thompson's thirty and coming off ATL surgery. And Wiggins impact remains unproven. Myers could think about this draft 
as his new as his next franchise player once the team stars begin to wear down. Whoever Myers drafts won't be high in the offense pecking order over over the next season or two. In that case, Golden State can consider Lamelo Ball or Anthony Edwards potential star guard who will be ready to lift the Warriors when Curry and Thompson age into the thirties. In the meantime, Ball would take pressure off Curry by absorbing ball handling and make and playmaking reps to set up his teammates and move the rock. Edwards could jump right in as a rookie with his transition offense, perimeter shot making, and defensive tools. Israel's Dini Advigia. Ad, what? Advide? Okay. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name, so, well, I'm, I don't know. I wrote it down on the piece of paper that I'm looking at right now, and, um, yeah, that's bad. A 6-8 combo forward could be a top three prospect and, and fit any lineup for his scoring and passing versatility. By June, he may have a case of the draft's most well-rounded player. Francis Killian Hayes is, is climbing the board into my top five as well. Similarly to the ball, he's a play he's a playmaker first, while he lacks ball's 6'7 size athletic ability. The 6'5 Hayes is a far more efficient score. Cleveland Cavaliers, 214. Biggest need, franchise corner store defensive anchor. It's difficult to assess the Cleveland Cavaliers' biggest need in February, and there may not be clarity about the team's identity in March. The front of the office must answer and deal with a number of questions. And Darius Garland and Colin Sexton a suitable pairing? What is the draft's point? Are guards clearly superior to Garland? And is Andre Drummond the long-term plans? Whatever the Cavaliers pick will f factor into general manager Kobe Altman's strategy. More than anything, Cleveland <laughs> Cleveland needs a star, and if Altman thinks there is one in the draft, he should take him, even though it's another guard or center. That, me that may mean considering Lamelo Ball or Anthony Edwards, despite having Garland and Sexton. Both signed out as superior prospects, even though it could mean drafting James Wiseman or Yon, Yon, <laughs> Onyeka Onkongu, even if Altman isn't sure about Drummond's future. Lomalo is number one on my board, so if the Cavaliers could get him, I would say they should, and then worry about whether to move Garland or Sexton to a bench role, or different team or different team via trade. In terms of finding the best fit for the roster, Denny Advija, Advija stands out for the shot making and passing from the wing as well as his defense IQ and versatility. On Kongwu is a sleeper option for his defensive upside and rim protection and pick and roll coverage, even though he's still encouraging scoring and potential tied to his leap finishing. Post and short face-up game and mid-range touch, the Cavaliers have the league's worst defensive efficiency 
rating, ranking last in both opponent field goals made and field goal percentage inside six feet. Okongwu leaks 95% in the 95 percentile in points per possession, giving up to opponents around the basket. Atlanta Hawks, 3 of 14. Another, their biggest need, I think, is another shot creator next to Trey Young. Because, I mean, we can't just have one three-point bombing shooter on this team. We need two. Youth has played a role in the Atlanta Hawks' disappointing record. Their acquisition of Clint Capel will give the lineup a veteran and a defensive presence around the basket, where they give up 21.7 field goals per game, the second most in the league. But the Hawks could also use another shot creator. Sorry. My throat's just sore because, I mean, speaking for this for a long time is hard. Trey Young has the NBA's fifth highest usage rate as a sophomore. <laughs> what? As a sophomore. The Hawks are too reliant on his creation and tough shot making. One of the league's elite passers, Young would be able to focus on setting up teammates if the lineup had an additional wing to create at a higher level than Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, and DeAndre Hunter. Even John Collins lacks ability to make things happen one-on-one. He combines a 79.9% of his offensive possessions coming from rolls, spot-ups, cuts, transitions, and putbacks per Synergy Sports Technology. Atlanta could plug this hole with Georgia's Anthony Edwards, again, who ranks in the 86th percentile out of isolation and the 91st percentile of his pick-of-roll passer points per possession. He can generate offense from nothing with a special skill package for separating into blow-by drives, step-backs, and pull-up threes. The all ball wouldn't flit as cleanly, but he's also in the mix for the number one pick, and I, he would take pressure off Young with his ball handling and playmaking. Shooting like... And throwing lobs to... Who's the big man? I don't know. At this point, Hawks don't have a big man. Atlanta can plug this hole with... Yeah. Who ranks in the 86th percentile out of isolation, 90... And the 91st percentile as a pick and roll passer. Oh, wait. Oh, I already read that. Sorry. <laughs> Just sometimes my eyes get taken off. Again, Lamel, and he, he would take pressure off Young with his ball handling and playmaking. Young is shooting 46.4% off the catch in, in the half court. 96. 98th percentile on the spot-ups, which is also an encouraging stat when considering his possible flip of ball. Denny Advijo would also work as a would also work based on his long-term potential and offensive versatility as a scorer and passer. The sleeper option for Atlanta is North Carolina's Cole Anthony, who is starting to lose appeal as a decision maker, but continues to pump in 19. Point- Five points a game and show he can create and make shots all over. He also he also possesses a strong enough mix of size. 6'3", 190 pounds, length 6'3", one and a half, wingspan, athleticism for a slightly 
defending slightly two dollar two cards. Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolves. Four fourteen. Biggest need two way forward. For the foreseeable future, the Minnesota Timberwolves will be built around Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell, star offensive players. The front office must must plug the holes with the right pieces. Ideally, those role players would shoot and defend. The team ranks 29th in the three-point percentage and 18th in the efficiency offensively. Offensively. Um, Derek Culver and Jossakogi would on the wings wouldn't be enough to elevate the core. Anthony Edwards figures to be a target for Minnesota, mostly because of his star potential in a class of lacking obvious stars, but also because his shot making and defensive tools compared to and defensive tools. Compared to a former Timberwolf Andrew Wiggins during his one year at Kansas, Edwards has already seventeen more threes and twenty one more sits in nine fewer games. He entered the league as sharper shooter and passer. And through Edwards' defensive effort and basketball IQ need work, Minnesota coaching stats will have exciting tools. 6'5", 225 pounds. And quickness to work with forward development. Denny Advijo also jumps out as a fit, assuming his shooting will continue to improve. The identity is built around versatility, but he's making three, 38.7% of his threes in the EuroLeague and Israel BSL. Wait, what? And at 6'8", he possesses enough encouraging myth as quickness, the quickness, toughness, and anticipation. Isaac Okoro will deserve serious consideration, even though his jumper isn't on par with Edwards or, or Vajra's. Arguably, the two... The drafts two... The, arguably, the t- drafts top defender, he is averaging 16.2 percent of his twos and consistently impacting games with smart plays and hustle. Florida State 3 and D specialist David Devin Vassell would be a sleeper option and puzzle piece fit, even though it would make more sense for Minnesota to trade down depending on where it winds up in the lottery. The breakout the breakout so far is hitting forty one point eight percent of his threes while registering a two point eight percentage Steel percentage and a forty-eight block percentage, four point six. New York Knicks, five of fourteen. Last one. Until we go on to a different article. <laughs> Biggest need: franchise point guard. Unsurprisingly, the New York Knicks rank in the bottom, in the bottom three. Oh, in the bottom three. Yeah. I forgot a three is ragged with Yeah, right. Okay, sorry. And the bottom three in assists per game, secondary assist, and assist points created. Talent is the obvious answer for the team's biggest need, and they're available on the clock. The Knicks will be hoping for the best player available to be a point guard. They've actually shaded away from drafting one over the years, except in 2017 with Frank Nilekina. Acquiring previous lottery picks, Dennis Smith Jr., Emmanuel Mirde, Trey Burks, and hopes that they would thrive with new scenery that hasn't worked. 
The team's other options of finding a point guard this summer include offering Red Ram lead a monster contract or attempting to trade backups with upside such as Dennis Schroeder or Aaron Holiday. Otherwise, expect to President Leon Rose or General Manager Scott Perry will need to find a point guard in the draft, and there will be plenty to choose from. Lamelo Ball stands out as number one playmaking. Once again, Lamelo strikes again, such as Dennis Schroeder or oh no, and there should be plenty to choose from. Lamelo Ball stands out as a number one playmaking. Playmaking is his bread and brother, butter, and is giving his six seven size passing skills and production overseas. It's been a nearly a lock to carry over. But there is also untapped scoring potential tied to his dribble creativity, advanced floater, and layup package, and confident shot making. Tyrese Hall- Halliburton, a limited athlete who does not have the same scoring upside, but he's an equally gifted distributor and a better decision maker than and shooter. Cole Anthony will will presumably be taking a, a major talking point inside the New York Knicks front office, giving his genes as well as his polarizing play at North Carolina, where he's been averaging 9.5 points a game on 35.9% shooting with 57 assists, with shooting with 57 assists to 53 turnovers. He's a brand name with a star potential, but with his inefficiency and shoot for dish may approach to turn off some within the Knicks organization. Elian Hayes, Killian Hayes is the sleeper option who's been similarly productive in Europe as an 18-year-old scorer and passer compared to the top NCAA options. 18.8 points, 8.7, 8.7.40 minutes, 60.5 true shooting percentage. But he's also been more efficient than everyone else except Halliburton. Detroit Pistons, and we're not going to read about that. So, so yeah. Sorry. Just a second. There we go. Now, presenting to you, what's next for DeMarcus Cousins? DeMarcus with LA set to a four-time All-Star. Los Angeles. DeMarcus Cousins' time with the Los Angeles Lakers appears to be coming to an end. On the heels of Lakers agreeing to terms with four Marquis Moore's per Shams Charnara of the Athletic and Stadium, one of the team's 15 standard players to be cut. The casualty will be Cousins, according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski and Ramona Shelburne. But don't plan his official exit just yet. Adrian Wojnarowski, Twitter. Lakers are waving DeMarcus Cousins. League sources tell Ramona Shelburne and me.
Both moves are in limbo. Morris, who, who's agreed to buy out D-Worth at Detroit Pistons on Friday, won't clear waivers until Sunday. Teams armed, teams are armed with a large enough trade exception to claim Morris's $3.2 million salary for the current season. It can scuttle the Lakers and Morris reported verbal agreement. Sorry, just a second. If claimed, Morris' agreement with Detroit that would be vo- avoided. He would still earn full, his full contract, which includes a $3.336 million player option for 2020 and 2021. The Houston Rockets stand out as a team that might, might prove to be a significant obstacle. They hold a $3.6 million trade exception. Generated the recent deal that sent Clint Capel <laughs> that sent Clint Capel to the Hawks. Houston can terminate Jesperin's ten-day contract to claim Morris if the Rockets want to retain Green as well. They can look to cut another player, perhaps veteran center and former Laker Tyson Chandler. Cutson's future with the Lakers might depend on the Rockers, Rockets' decision. The Lakers won't cut him because they are certain they need roster space. Because the veteran center tours Ontario Crusade Lignan knee in August while under contract with the Lakers, the team is responsible to pay for Cutson's reasonable medical expenses and rehabilitation. It's been it's been a difficult, disappointing experience for Cousins. He was a popular teammate, and even he hasn't played a minute for the Lakers this season. If he's waived, LA would lose his non non bird rights, with which would have allowed the team to resign Cousins, starting at a salary point of four point two million without using the one day exception. It's possible that he just remains the team throughout his playoffs run, just not on the roster. Cousins will be 30, 30 years old coming back from next season. He's suffered serious injuries dating back to 2018 when he ruptured his Achilles tendon while coming while with the New York Pelicans. He tore his left quad riceps ahead of the playoffs with the Golden State Warriors last season before returning to play in the NBA Finals. Not many teams have significant cap room next season. It's unlikely they use any of their valuable resources on Cousin, Cousins while he's coming off yet another serious injury. If, instead, the four-time All-Star would probably be looking for a team's room accession, a projected $5 million biannual exception $3.8 million, or an even a minimum contract two point seven. Perhaps a team will invest part of this mid-level exception, nine point million, but he's likely he's unlikely to get a major deal this summer. Major contract. If the Lakers re-sign Cousins on a one-year deal in July, even after waiving him for Morris, the franchise would have his early bird rights in 2021. That'll enable the team to make a greater financial commitment to provide provide a season. He's able to return form. While Buzz was building that Cousins was ne- nearing a return for the playoffs, clearly the front office is not optimistic. 
Morris gives the Lakers a proven, healthier option at power forward. Cousins also plays the same position as J- JaVale McGree and Dwight Howard, who have been solid all season. LA might have a difficult time working him to integration, especially once the playoffs, playoffs have begun. Have began. Well, Morris doesn't have it. Doesn't solve any of the Lakers' playmaking issues in the backcourt. He's a strong physical forward who's shooting a career high thirty-nine point seven four point from the three-point range this season. He is more mobile than the current the Lakers' current centers, but it's unclear if. He will provide the team winning against a potential playoff matchup like Kawhi Leonard with the Los Angeles Clippers. Lakers Kyle Kuzma, Catavius Caldwell Pope, and Dana Green might not be tall or strong enough to guard Leonard. The playoff burden might fall upon LeBron James and Anthony Davis, not given their responsibilities offensively. It's not clear if the 6'8", 245-pound Morris will be skilled defensively or quick enough to handle the Leonard assignment. But it gives the Lakers another option, he, and he otherwise should be a nice matchup against Montrezl Harrell. The Lakers probably won't learn Houston's decision until Sunday. If the Rockets claim Morris, Cousins may stick around a bit longer, but he's... He's still likely to be a Lakers cut if he, if, he, if they need a secret replacement sign. Okay, so that was the last article for today, and well, the last thing I note down. Um, so just to let anyone know that that it's like to, to let anyone know that we have guests, we can have guests on the show. I mean. Guests on the show is fine. I mean, text six four six nine four eight one seven seven three to um get in our system and maybe be on a podcast episode. Who knows? So yeah, don't don't feel bad. Um, you can be on the show for as long as you want, from twenty minutes to like five minutes, five to twenty minutes or so, and then I'll begin with my part of the podcast but yeah if you want to join just text that number and you'll be all good to go anyways thank you guys for tuning in and i'll see you in the next episode later